and he has overcome the world and because he has overcome the world you will also overcome I said you will overcome I said you will overcome I said you will overcome in the name of Jesus Christ thank you Lord Jesus what happened on the day of Pentecost what does it mean to Christians today in this insightful message discover these and more John 14 16 through 18 in the amplified version says and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, to be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth, whom the world cannot receive and take to its heart, because it does not see him or know him, but you know him, because he, the Holy Spirit, remains with you continually and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, comfortless, bereaved, and helpless. I will come back to you. Now join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International family. I said, may the peace of God be yours. I said, may the peace of God be yours. I said, may the peace of God be yours. My prayer for us this morning is John chapter 16, verse 33. He says, thank you, Lord Jesus. John 16, 33, he says, These things are spoken to me, to you, that in me you have peace. In the world you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. May the peace of God be yours in Jesus' name. Don't be troubled with all that is going on. Just have peace. Jesus has overcome the world. And I thank God for his word. We were just talking about the second coming of Jesus um, the last few weeks. And we're looking at horses, chariots, plagues, all these things. <laughs> thank God in Jesus we have peace. And thank God he's coming soon. And he has overcome the world. And because he has overcome the world, you will also overcome. I said you will overcome. I said you will overcome. I said you will overcome. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And we remember the, uh, today, see, today is Pentecost, Pentecost Sunday. And we remember the outpouring of the Holy Spirit into the earth. And that's what we'll be talking about this morning. And I pray in the name of Jesus that the same Holy Spirit that fell in the beginning and took over the church and individuals, no matter your past, no matter what you have gone through or what you are going through right now, in the name of Jesus, may the Holy Spirit take over your life. May he take over your life completely and use it for his glory. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Say amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Turn with me, wherever you may be, to Acts chapter 1, verse 7. Acts 1, 7. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Acts 1, 7. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Everyone say with me, you shall receive power. Shall receive power. Say it louder, you shall receive power. 
Personalize it and say, I shall receive power. Personalize it again and say, I have received power. Thank you, Lord Jesus Christ. You are not powerless. He says, it's not for you to know the times or seasons. We get concerned. When is Jesus coming? When is this all thing going to wrap up? I don't know. You don't know. And the person that said they know uh, lied about it. <laughs> leave those things to God. But he says that focus on one thing. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. That word for power there is dunamis. Power. You see, when these disciples, when Daddy was talking to, these were the same people that, I mean, I mean, Peter denied the Lord Jesus Christ when he was confronted by a little little girl. Um, Judas, I mean, betrayed Jesus. Everybody scattered. Oh, but when the Holy Spirit came, it was a different story. You see, power is, you see, you see when you receive the Holy Spirit, it, it makes all the difference. Let's say, for instance, you, you, start, you, start, you get on a bicycle, bicycle and start going towards Denver from, from morning. By some time in the evening, you, you, you will get there. But if you get on a motorcycle, uh, within, at, at the most, two hours, you'll be there. What's the difference? Power. It makes all the, all, all the difference in, in the world. And so I pray in the name of Jesus, even as we remember the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, may you receive power to fulfill all that God has planned for your life in the name of Jesus. You see, Jesus Christ was walking on the earth for the first 30 years. We don't hear that he did any miracle. But once he went and fasted and prayed, the Bible said he came and he was full of the power of the Holy Ghost. And the Bible said that his fame spread all around. Then they asked the question, what manner of man is this? In the mighty name of Jesus, that same Holy Spirit that took the life of Jesus and transformed it around. And he was able to fulfill the purpose for which God sent him. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray by the same Holy Spirit, may you be able to fulfill all that God has destined for your life in the name of Jesus. Power, another translation says ability. But, but you see... What is the reason? What is the reason why he? he, he I mean, one of, I mean, that's one of the reasons why he sent he sent us the Holy Spirit. But there's also another purpose. Notice, notice this. In in John, thank you, Lord Jesus. In John chapter fourteen, turn with me to John chapter fourteen, verse twenty-six. John chapter fourteen, verse twenty-six. Glory be to the name of our Lord. He says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. He says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the word gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. He says, I'm sending you the helper, the Holy Spirit. Whom the Father will send in my name. He will teach you and bring to your remembrance all things that I've, I've said to you. 
Then he also goes on to say in John chapter 16, go with me to John chapter 16, verse 7. He says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. He's saying that it's actually to your advantage that I, I go away. I am going to send you somebody. That word helper is paraclete. Somebody who is just like me. To come and take my place. And the advantage there is that Jesus was only was limited. from. A, for, for, I mean, if, if you were with Jesus, when he was here in the earth, you could only be with him in one specific location. But now, through the Holy Spirit, Jesus is with us in the person of the Holy Spirit all the time. Hallelujah. He's with you when you wake up in the morning. He's with you when you are driving. He's with you when you're on the road. He's with you when you're at work. You can have Jesus with you all the time. So he says it's to your advantage. And when he comes, he will teach you all things. He will guide you into all truth. He will guide you in the minor details of life. He will guide you in the major details of life. He will guide you in the decisions that you have to make. He will comfort you. That's another ministry of us. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus in any area of your life where you need his help, where you need his comfort with all that is going on in the world, receive that comfort right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive that comfort right now in the name of Jesus Christ. He desires, you see, to walk closely with us. To walk very, very close with us. You see, if you were with Jesus when he was on the earth, when you wake up in the morning, you will ask him, Jesus, how, how, how are you doing, wouldn't you? Or you just leave him to, to be by himself. <laughs> so one of the reasons why the Holy Spirit has come is to give us a very close relationship with God. And so many times we neglect him. But he wants to have a close relationship with us. And my prayer is that we would develop that relationship. You see, if you, if you have Jesus with you in, in your house every day, you, you wake up in the morning and you just totally ignore him. You see, prayer is one thing. To pray, if, 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 if you ask somebody, please give me food, God, please give me food. That is a request. But if you, if you, you are talking to the Holy Spirit, and you can. He's here. You, if you are talking to the Holy Spirit and you wake up and you say to him, Good morning, Holy Spirit. He'll be right there. He'll respond. We trust you're being blessed by this Word Mission Church International message. We are conveniently located here in Colorado Springs, and we look forward to meeting you in person soon. Text us at 719 235 5535 with any questions or for prayer. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org for more life-giving messages. Learn about our famous kids' church, Lion and Lamb series. Connect with local or foreign missions. Like Word Mission Church International on Facebook to get notifications for live stream. Subscribe on YouTube and even watch live on www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org.
Let's continue this insightful message. I'm sensitive in good, good morning, Holy Spirit. How are you? How, how are you feeling? That's fellowship. <laughs> and, 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 there, and, and there is a difference. And so many times, that, that, is, that is sometimes what is lacking in our Christian world. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Verse 14, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. He says, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. So we know about the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God. And also communion, that word there in the Greek is koinonia. That is talking about fellowship. That is talking about drinking out of the same cup together. That is talking about partaking of life together. So he's saying that he wants the communion of the Holy Spirit to be with you. You see, that's how, that's, that's how, really, how much he wants to be in close relationship and close fellowship and a close walk with us. And, and this morning, I want to encourage us to develop that relationship. Develop a close walk with the Holy Spirit. Develop a walk with, like, like, see, like, see yourself like you have Jesus with you all the time. And when you wake up in the morning, talk to him. In the afternoon, talk to him. When you have a difficult situation, ask him. The communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. So imagine that you have the Holy Spirit with you all the time. And he's in you if you're already a Christian. And, and he's, a, he's a gentleman. He's very powerful. But he's also like a child. You know, like, you know how, how like children when they like their parents. We are going around. They are holding, tagging on to you. And they are hugging you. And they are doing all that. The more love that you show them. Especially you start giving them a little bit. They keep holding on to you. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit is like that. The more you love him and the more you desire a relationship with him, the closer he becomes. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. I, I want to step us up this morning to have a hunger to develop that relationship. May he be close to you in the name of Jesus. May he become more real to you than ever before. In every area of your life. But the thing that happens is that he's in us, he's with us, but he's neglected. And we, when, when we need help, we don't, we don't look to him. For him to guide us and for him to lead us. I pray in the name of Jesus, oh, that be, begin to develop a relationship with him. See, tell him you love him. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are in my life. Thank you that Jesus said, he will not leave me as an orphan. He will not leave me destitute. All this decision that I'm about to make, what are your thoughts on it? What do you think about it? And you see, so many times also we, we struggle to, 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 to live the Christian life and to overcome situations in, in our lives. But when he is with us and when we cultivate that relationship with him, he will help us. Receive his help in the mighty name of Jesus. 
I said receive his help in the mighty name of Jesus. I said receive his help in the name of Jesus Christ. He's already here. The thing is that, you see, we always see things from, from our standpoint. How we want to have a relationship with God. But if you see, you have to also see it from God's standpoint. How, how closely he desires to work with us. He says the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you. Fellowship was the reason for redemption. Fellowship was the reason why he sent Jesus Christ into the earth. To make that possible. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 8 says, verse 9 says, God is faithful. Let's all say that this morning. Repeat it louder wherever you may be. God is faithful. That statement is, is, is huge. It says, by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. God is faithful. Man may be unfaithful. Man may say something and change their mind. Oh, but not our God. And the reason, one of the areas he's faithful in, and one of the areas, the reason why he sent the Holy Spirit was to make that fellowship possible. And through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, we can have fellowship with God and with Jesus Christ. He says, by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. That that word fellowship is the same word for communion that he used earlier in 2 Corinthians 13, 14. So in the name of Jesus, you cannot, you cannot have a successful Christian life without the Holy, I mean, and, uh, without the Holy Spirit. Your fellowship with Jesus, your fellowship with is a distinct personality. With the Father can only come through him. When you, as you are hearing the word of God preach, as you read the Bible, he's the one that teaches you. Called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Hallelujah. He's, so, he's, clo he's closer to you than you can think. I pray, that's no wonder Jesus Christ said it, 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 it's, it's to our advantage. He's here. Through him, we have access to both the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 2 Verse 18, even our prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, for through him, we both have access by one spirit to the Father. Through Jesus Christ and through the Holy Spirit, we have access to the Father. That word access is huge. God is faithful. You see, if you think about it, think about any personality in the world that you, you want to meet. If you have access to that person. And here we are talking about the king of kings. We are talking about the Lord of lords. We are talking about the one that is faithful. And so in the mighty name of Jesus, he's saying that through Jesus and through the Holy Spirit, we have access. Hey, that's huge. Access is huge. Through the Spirit of God, oh, you can access the throne room of grace. He says that, oh, in the time of need, come boldly to the throne room of grace that you may have mercy in the time of need and obtain grace. In the name of Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, may the grace of God be yours. 
Jesus. May the love of God, may you experience it. In the midst of the chaos, in the name of Jesus, oh, you can go directly to the throne room of grace. You can access the Father. Oh, and I can hear him when you access him. He will say, my child, my child, what do you need? He longs to walk in close fellowship with us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And the good news is, you are not trying to, you are not trying to, you are not, he's already here. <laughs> when he came 2,000 years ago, he never left. And so many times, and when we walk with him, he will guide us in every aspect of life, in every detail of life. When you don't know what to do, he'll be right there to help you and to lead you. Receive his ministry this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. One time there was, there was this pastor, he was saying that, um, he, they were, I mean, every time they had a leadership meeting, they couldn't get to a decision. These people kept fighting and, and fighting each other. And, 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 and he said, Lord, what, what, what am I supposed to do about it? And, and, and he came from a country and, and, and where they're very huge on don't, don't prayer meetings. So he, he, God gave him an idea and he said, he said tell these people, that you only reserve, you lose your right to speak in the leadership meeting if you don't come for the early morning prayer meeting. <laughs> he said, <laughs> the, 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 they started going, but, but the arguments and the, and, the, and the back and forth and the fighting reduced. Because if you didn't come for the prayer meeting, if you are not praying, you lose your right to speak in the meeting. And, and he says, and they were facing a major decision that needed, that needed to be made. And after six months of praying into it, when God led him to make that decision and, and he presented that to the board, to the leadership, the whole thing was resolved. <laughs> That's the rule of in our lives. I said, receive his ministry in the name of Jesus. Receive his ministry in the name of Jesus. You see, so many times he's, he's right there. He wants to help us in our marriages, with our children, in every area of our lives. And we are banging our head against the wall. The answers are in the book. It's an open book. You see, when he came, I like the, the message that Peter preached. In, in, you see, I mean, these people were hiding in, in Acts chapter 2. But when he came, there was something for everybody. Notice Acts chapter 2, verse 16. He says, but this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass in the last day, says God, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. So your sons and daughters, when the Holy Spirit comes, there is something for them. Uh, there's something to help you raise the, those children so that they can be mighty in the arms of God, in the hand of God. And I pray in the name of Jesus over your children that may God pour out his spirit on them. May they begin to prophesy and do mighty work for God in the name of Jesus. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Notice this, he says, your young men shall see visions. There's something for the young men. Your old men shall dream dreams, and on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. There is something for everybody when the Holy Spirit comes. 
everyone in the family in the mighty name of jesus i pray he says you shall prophesy you shall see visions they shall dream dreams in the name of jesus receive a fresh outpouring of the spirit of god on your life i said receive a fresh outpouring of the spirit of god on your life in the name of jesus this is peter preaching here and you see one of the things also that happens is that when, when, when he's notice he says that you shall receive power to do what to be witnesses to be witnesses when the holy spirit we trust you were blessed by this message to listen to the entirety of this message search for word mission church international on youtube there you can subscribe to never miss another sermon you can also listen to the entire series on our youtube page on facebook find word mission church international connect with us for live prayer sessions on wordmissionchurchinternational.org we invite you to take advantage of amazing resources simply text radio to 719-496-4930 connect with us and receive christian resources like scripture prayer cards free book download and more